Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Phil Mackey. Probably wants a big amount of money and he's a pain in the ass. Judd Zolgad. Is there nothing you can't make awkward, Judd? Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Now on Mackey and Judd. Do you believe in past lives? Did we ever really land on the moon? Questions. What are the six degrees that separate you and Kevin Bacon? Of significant importance. All righty. Questions is here. And uh, Chris Long from... Five Eyewitness News is going to come hang out with us in the second half of the hour, talk a little World Cup, and we can bring back our conversation about the third episode of the Judd Zolgad Athlete Challenge, too. We've come up with some parameters here. You should be happy about this, actually. And Chris, Chris is an avid golfer, so Chris can help us maybe determine if the parameters are correct or not. But Dave's got some questions for us, so let's roll. Let's talk about Big Papa. Big Papa's had a rough year. Papa John Schnatter, Schnader, however we pronounce it. I'm going Schnatter. Uh, about a year ago, yeah, you remember when he was complaining about the NFL ratings hurting his pizza business. Made the complaints. Well, that forced him to step down as CEO of the company when he got the pushback for that. Then there was the Rick Patino thing. Rick referring to him as Pizza Boy. <laughs> One of the great lines of all time. There's Pizza Boy over there. And now we have the uh, revelation yesterday that during a conference call in which he was trying to get help from a company to, well, figure out how he could be back in the good graces of people, help with the marketing of himself, turns out he dropped an N-word and said maybe another thing or two, and now he's had to step down as chairman of the board, and he's off the board of trustees at Louisville University. Hmm. The football stadium, however, is still Papa John's Stadium, and I've learned it's not named after the pizza company. It's literally named after Papa John. Oh. So he still owns the naming rights to the stadium. Oh, so him himself. He can change it to whatever he really? wants. Isn't there, isn't there an arena, too, or is it just the football stadium? They have the Yum Brands arena, okay. right? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yum. So the football yeah. stadium, the naming rights are through 2040, I saw yesterday. Okay. Wow. That's so, the ways. 2040. Already. Yeah. Anyway. Papa John, it was a nice run. A lot of great commercials with Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, others. What can you say about the downfall of Papa John, first of all, boys? In part two, do you have any advice for Papa moving forward in his life and business career as it has taken a drastic turn in the last 12 months or so? You know, I would give him the same advice that uh, most people would give when, when they're at Papa John's or eating Papa John's. When things seem mediocre or subpar in life, <laughs> just put some garlic sauce on it. You'd be good to go. <laughs> Cover just up put some the garlic, nasty some, flavor. Put some garlic butter on there. 
Uh, I also think maybe his future, I agree. I saw somebody tweet this earlier today that maybe, because he is friends with the president, I believe. I believe those two are no. on the same page. Okay. That he could, maybe his future is some sort of, you know, ambassador or foreign relations coordinator with Italy. Cabinet post? That, hey, he makes pizza, and so maybe it, maybe there's a connection there with Italy that he can. <laughs> hey, you'll call this a yeah. pizza? <laughs> president would never associate with him, right? Uh, I'm going to say that uh, number one. I, well, on. are you saying that because of Papa's apparent possible ideals, or because the president might also like terrible pizza? <laughs> oh, because of both, of course. Okay. Number one, I'm going to say that Papa, because I mean, he seems like he must be a despicable guy. I mean, all this stuff is just there, there's too many things there, not for him to appear to be despicable. But I will say this for, for him: my advice to him would be always embrace the song. Go big papa, go, go big, because it got stuck in my head a lot. I'd see that damn commercial, so embrace the song. The song worked. Go the, the big be- papa. Their tagline is pretty catchy. The better ingredients, better pizza. I mean, that's yeah. definitely a thing. They've done a good job. Branding. It's a lie, but other than that, I'm, I'm a big truth in advertising guy. If you've it's had terrible, listen, really. listen. If I could, ed- the tack glasses. If you want to <laughs> see inside someone's small intestine, try these tack glasses. <laughs> I got them on. <laughs> I would have liked, okay. Judge just BASF that a little bit. There, he did. That was nice. Not really. Not really. Uh, and, and then the second, the second part of this, if I can please finish please, the question. I've got him on. If I can finish the second part of this, I would tell Papa, hey, don't take any more jobs. Don't, he's probably rich, right? Just go away and be quiet. Just be quiet. In fact, take a CD, a boombox of, of your song and play it on a loop for the rest of your life and enjoy the fact that the song was effective. And then just go away. Just disappear. Like every time that he's come out and said something in the last six months to a year, it's been completely foolish. And then didn't Peyton sell all his Papa John shops to disassociate himself from the whole thing? So just go away. Go, Big Papa. Go away, Big Papa. Papa, Go away, Big Papa. Yes, there you go. Uh, Question number two. Uh, There's a great offense being taken by millennials, gentlemen. I know. Shocking. Millennials find something very offensive. And I'm saying that speaking as a millennial, the double uh, A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, the Montgomery Biscuits, introduced a promotion yesterday. July 21st will be Millennial Night at the ballpark. Make it to the game. You get a participation ribbon. There will be selfie, selfie stands and napping areas, and they have pl- promised plenty of avocados. They also uh, say, if you're offended, feel free to fight your battles in real life by visiting us at the stadium. Any millennials that actually come by during office hours before that ball game Saturday and submit a valid complaint, you might just get a free ticket or two. All right. Millennials have hit to Twitter saying they're disavowing the franchise. This is not funny. You're being mean. It should be old people night where you try to beat the traffic and, and complain about everything and whatnot. That's valid, too. Yeah. Those can both be valid. So, my question to you guys, Judd, if you were to tack on some extra things to add to Millennial Night, being the old person in the room, what would it be? And Phil, if you were to have Old Person Night at the ballpark, what would you promote to go along with (laughs) Old Guy Night? I thought of a bunch for Millennials. Oh, please, please. Feel free to help out. Go ahead with those, because I don't have that many. I'll give give you Millennials, and you give me old people. Sure, okay. okay. Yeah. Because I think, for sure, you replace all ballpark food. It has to either be vegan or (laughs) plant-based. I guess those are the the same thing, sort of. But 
Uh, maybe we maybe we go pescatarian, but but no meats whatsoever because mm-hmm. those are going to ruin your longevity. So I think we for sure uh, get rid of all the ballpark foods and swap in uh, new stuff. Dollar tofu dogs. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I will say that uh, herbivorous butcher over in Northeast. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that they make that's vegan, it, we've been it's there. Very very close and very good. We've been there. It's very I had good. a Jamaican jerk yes. mock chicken sandwich there one time that was life changing. Like really, this mm-hmm. isn't chicken. Mm-hmm. Unless they're just messing with everybody. <laughs> That's totally chicken. <laughs> it totally is. You're an idiot. Ah! But thanks for your $15. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. And then I think you replace all drinks in the ballpark. They either have to be uh, kombucha, mimosas, uh, bloodies. And then you know what? Maybe it's just brunch. Brunch is the theme because millennials Ooh. love brunch. And Dawn, Dawn the, would go then. And the oh, oh, yeah, well, the wife would love it. And the only song played in the ballpark <laughs> is a song that millennials, and we're talking about ourselves here, me and Dave, mm-hmm. think that we we made this song popular, even though it's been popular like two other generations. Don't stop believing by Journey. Yeah, maybe yeah, a we, little Sweet Caroline too. Yep, exactly. Like no, we didn't. Bum, oh my God, bum, that's bum. my song. Oh my God, that's my song. no, no. That was uh, that was from the. Late 1970s. I also think you have to swap out the jerseys on the players where everyone just wears an ironic t-shirt. Exactly. maybe like an old band from the 60s. I've always loved the Ramones. (laughs) So true. (laughs) So true. (laughs) All right. What would you do for old people night? I'm making a list here. I'm at six things so so far. Uh, Number one that I would do. Keep going if you want to. Old people night. uh, The number one thing, all caps on straight. No, Fernando. Yes. Fernando, <laughs> Rodney, your, your hat sideways. Clearly something's wrong. It's crooked. Turn it around. And, have and curve some, that bill. Have some respect. That's number two. <laughs> and actually, I like that one. Old guy, curve the bill. I hate straight bills. And so for mill- millennials, it would have to be the trucker hat with some sort of circular logo on the <laughs> yes, front. Yes, I, yes. I hate those hats. Well, those Pagadonia or whatever that brand is that everybody wears. <laughs> yes. Uh, number three, dollar beers. Because we, we got to go back to the old school where you were encouraged to show up to the ballpark, get as tanked as possible. And if you happen to drive yeah. home, that's a bad idea, but ah, whatever. And then the millennial equivalent will be it has to be a craft beer that's at least 7.5% alcohol volume. Yes. That so you just sort of slow sip and talk about all the flavors bursting. Very, yeah. yeah, oh, this is great. This is going to be my one beer uh, tonight. This is, is this fruit forward? I can't And tell. I'm like, give me beer number four. <laughs> I need my fourth beer for a dollar. That's a little earthy. <laughs> Maybe, maybe millennials have to rent their seat, too. Every two wings, you have to move to another seat, because I'm just renting. <laughs> All right, what are some All other right. ones? There? Number uh, five, organ music only. I don't want any more rock and roll. I don't want any of the cra- and and no walk-up songs. Organ music, and I don't want walk-up songs. So I don't want some guy striding to the plate with some song that I don't know what the hell that song is. That's number five. Yeah, I guess millennials would just be like mostly crappy top 40 music and or uh, the new trendy alt band that you heard on your local uh, public radio music station, oh, right? Oh, so good. Yeah. That song is so oh, good. Yeah. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> Some mid-2000s emo, maybe? Yeah. Let's crank the dashboard confessional. Oh, Guster is coming to town. <laughs> That's great. Guster. <laughs> number six, no kiss cam, no proposal cam. No, I don't want any of that. I, I don't want any of the. I don't want some couple kissing. And in for the millennials, sixth it would only be uh, LGBT cam. No, 
You know what I'm saying? Like no straight pro- kissing. Pro- progressive yes. kissing cam. I actually saw a complaint about that. That now that you bring that up, somebody on Twitter complained they had a Pride night on Monday. Yeah. Is, is that right for the twins? And mm-hmm. somebody complained about exactly that. They did kiss cam. That they, they did kiss cam w- they, with the straight. You know, without without being creative. And someone creative. <laughs> well, they didn't show other people. They just showed old guy and old gal kissing, and, and they didn't show gay couples. Well, they didn't show gay couples. They didn't show, but but they didn't <laughs> they didn't take creative. pride in Pride Night. They didn't take pride. Well, it would have been creative. I've always said that. I've always said why can't kiss cam? You know what? Who cares? Right? I've always said that. Yeah. I don't care personally. For sure. But they showed. They just showed the traditional man and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend kissing, and I, yeah, I yeah. saw complaints. So no kiss cam, no proposal cam. And and God help us if the twins ever go to gender reveal cam. The Yankees, I guess, did that uh, a month ago. Oh, my God. They did a gender reveal cam. No. Oh, and I said, in fact, uh, someone who covers the Yankees tweeted about it, and I I immediately tweeted back, please stop, because if the twins see this, I'm very afraid that we're going to get gender reveal cam. So, anyway, those are my six things. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. No. Well done. I like that I asked you guys to rip the other generation. You just went after your others or your own. Well We're done. We're very self-aware. Yeah, very that's self-aware. Yes. This show is very Although it sounded like I was sort of making fun of millennials. Judd was agreeing with all of the ones that he put out there. So Judd was more like, oh. this is the way that it should be for old people. Why? The, the, oh, <laughs> Fernando Rodney's hat's on slightly crooked. What's wrong with him? How can he do that? That's old people. <laughs> Final question. Uh, you guys both admitted to watching some summer league hoops in the last few days and having your significant others come upon you watching summer league hoops and basically say, what the hell are you doing with your lives? That was basically what you were told, right? Pretty much, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it then. <laughs> the relationships you have with your significant others. What is the one thing, or maybe you have more than one, <clears throat> Judd, that you get into it the most with your significant other, that really you two butt heads about uh, the most. So can I get out of your way here? Because I have a feeling that you're, as someone who's been married for a quarter century, it's going to be a much more exhaustive list. Uh, The two things that come to mind right away, and they're not as exciting as the ones that Judd's probably going to bring up, uh, the level of spice in our foods, like should we put the spice in as we're making it or afterwards, and I'm the one who can't handle, like I love spicy foods, but it's like a constant. Your stomach does. She's five out of five on the spice scale. I'm like one out of five. My stomach revolts. But the other one is we're both mildly terrified of the other's driving. And so we both, like we always claim, oh, people claim like shotgun. Well, we'll claim I'm driving so that mostly it's not a control thing. It's mostly just. I feel less terrified when I'm driving. She feels less terrified when she's driving, and it makes us feel more comfortable. When she's driving, do you move to the middle of the back seat? <laughs> Just cower, <laughs> wear a football helmet. <laughs> no I know what deal. you're talking. I know what you're talking about exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Dad? Oh, Dawn used to tailgate. It's got. It's she's improved a lot, but when we met, oh, she tailgated everybody, and it drove me crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Fear for your life. I I always feel too like, and I this is this is on me when I'm driving. Yep. With even if other people are in the car, I'm I drive as if I'm the only one in the car. Yep. So I'm comfortable sometimes tailgating a little bit if I know like if I'm aware of the situation or maybe I'll maybe I'll slam the brakes a little more aggressively at a stoplight or something like because I'm alone in the car. Who cares? Right. But I don't then think, oh, how must the other person be feeling right now? Oh, as so I'm you don't adjust them around okay. this car. Yeah, that's not and that's good. totally something I need to work. Here, here's the fix, and this is very simple: convince her that that your sense of direction is not good, 
and that she needs to be the passenger because her <laughs> sense of direction is so good that she navigates. That's the absolute key. Because I've always told Don, I have no, I don't know if I'm going north, south, east, or, or west, and I can't find a thing to save my life. So I long ago said, just let me drive, and you're in charge of directions. Now it's falling apart a, a little bit with with the phone apps and all that, mm-hmm. but it still works. You know what direction you're facing right now? No idea. I have no sense of direction. Take a guess. <sighs> I think I am facing, oh boy, east? Am I facing east? Direct opposite. Direct opposite. I am going west. Okay. I thought I might be going west, but here, here's my problem. I can never visualize like where where I am in relation to something and the amount of corners I've turned, so I have no sense of direction well, we got whatsoever. the window right here. You know which way is out the window, right? East, west, east, be south. That's hit that. That hit that buzzer. Are again. you serious? Are you serious? Have north? you ever is seen this, like a compass a rose in, in on a map? I don't before? pay. Te- I don't pay attention to it. Is this okay. a bit? No, no. I'm dead serious. I have no sense of direction. No, and I've told her that. But this is why I get to drive because she <laughs> navigates. Because we'll get lost if I don't have her navigating. For years, I'd get lost. See, if I get lost alone, <laughs> if I get lost alone, I don't care. But you know that, but you know that those are the, that that's the parking lot, and you know that. So that means University is right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and you know that University. So I pay no attention to. I know University. Does there. University the direction run, is does University, university. run? <laughs> you know, we've got a problem. See, I never give these things any thought. They're not important to me. On Monday, we're going to be at that uh, White Eagle Golf Course in North Hudson. Yep. Judd's got no shot. No chance. Okay, no shot. <laughs> number one, Number one. I'm going to tell you why I do. One, one I've got the phone. Two is... I and, showed Judd how to use GPS reveal, like training camp one time. Right. Two years ago. Yeah. And I didn't reveal this yet, but I have made plans. I will be going on Sunday and staying in a hotel. Wait, you're going to be as close as possible. Yeah. So I'll be as close as possible to the course. I just have to find out what (laughs) course. So I'm going to book a hotel. I'm going to book it today. Is it to cut down on the drive on Monday so you don't get lost? And if I get lost on Sunday, I don't care. I can drive around. So I'm going to actually book a hotel there. Because I figure, do I really want to get up in St. Louis Park and have to drive all the way there and then run the risk of possibly being lost, which... I'd be panicked if I was lost and the show was about to start. So I'm going to go actually stay right. in a hotel. Well, yeah, I know, but I wouldn't be all right. Is North Hudson, is North Hudson north or south of Shakopee? Or, or of, um, I'm sorry, of um, Stillwater? It would be... So Stillwater's here. Is North Hudson north, north or south of Stillwater? It'd be south. There he is. There he is. It'd be south. Right there. No, I'm saying, no, my, my problem is I have no sense of direction from where I am at that moment. Okay. So, like, if I look here, I don't have a sense of direction. But I got lost. I get lost a lot. And that's why Dawn, that's why she's so effective in that passenger seat <laughs> while I'm driving. Right. It works. No sense of direction. Kind of like a lot of these segments, huh? <laughs> you know what? That's well put. Sit tight. The Mackie and Judd show will continue in a moment. We'll be back in the game before you know it. Mackie and Judd. On 1500 ESPN. Are you ready? Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios. We are ready. Now back to Mackie and Judd. Ready! On 1500 ESPN. We didn't even give Judd a chance to answer the question. What was the question again? Yeah. 
Run the question by us again, David. Well, you started to answer it. It was about <laughs> driving and you know, oh, with yeah. the wife. But I was, was offering advice to Phil on yeah, that. Yeah, the question was, what's, uh, what's the one or maybe more than one thing that you and the significant other butt heads and battle about more than others after you both were chastised for watching NBA Summer League action? Yeah. And I was told I couldn't. Yes. Uh, you were given the ultimatum? Oh, she said, we are not watching this. And I said, but it's the Bulls. Uh, so I, I wrote down four here. Two of them remain issues. Two of them, throughout the course of, of our 25 years of uh, wedded bliss, have cleared themselves up. Two of them unresolved, as yeah. if she hasn't Unres- admitted her fault. Is that what you're saying? Unresolved. Well, actually, one is her fault, and one is just a disagreement. <laughs> so none of these are your fault? Uh, no, no, no. The, the second one is my fault. But we have a philosophical disagreement. Okay. So it's like if I'm a player and she's a coach, we just don't agree. It's right. red versus blue. Yeah. Dem versus Republican. Exactly. Can't cross the aisle. Number one, though, and it reared its ugly head again last night. And it drives me crazy. She's from Iowa, which is fine. That's not the problem. That's nah, a bit of an issue. <clears throat> nah, I don't care. We I don't. Hate, we hate Iowa. I don't care about that. I don't care about Wisconsin. Don't care about uh, Iowa. But anyway, so last night she she likes to go outside, which once again is fine. She goes outside on our little deck, has a glass of wine, maybe a couple. Who knows? That's also fine. No problem with that. Uh, But throughout, so when I met her and would go to her parents' house, her parents loved to open doors, right? Throw the door open. It's summertime. Throw this door open. Throw the window open. Well, what does this invite? It invites pests to fly into your house, including flies. I hate flies. I absolutely hate flies. So once again, last night, I'm sitting there at oh, the kitchen. how tortured you were during spring training shows, all, or uh, uh, training camp training shows camp all shows. these years. Well, but there at are, Boomtown and Bradley's, yeah. where we had to get fly stick, <laughs> that was gross. That was gross, but you know what? I didn't own those places. So last night, I'm sitting in the kitchen again, and she's outside, and she's had the door o- open, and she'll like come inside to grab something, and we don't have a screen to our, our sliding glass door, so she'll come inside to grab something. And in her mind, you know, I'm just going to go in, grab it, and then go back outside. Well, I see this all as an opportunity for flies to come in, into the house. So I feel like I, a bird could fly in. Like, well, that's what I've said, too. There used to be a screen I've said door? Squir- I've said, yes, it got knocked out one night. I've said squirrel, <laughs> insect. <laughs> somebody somebody might have had too much to drink one night and walked right through the screen. Which somebody. <laughs> and someone's too lazy to fi- go fix it? Well, and we come couldn't on, get Mr. it fixed. Fix it. Anyway, anyway, let me go back Call to the... one old- of Don's friends with the chainsaw. <laughs> So that flies in the house because of this, and it drives me crazy, and we've always go back and forth. Because if she's grilling outside, she'll do the same thing. Open the sliding glass door to go back outside. Well, I bolt up, of course, and close the damn door, right? (laughs) Because flies come into the house, and it drives me crazy. And we've never been able to resolve the fact that I think you should close that door every time you go in or out of the house. I feel like a screen door would be a good I've said that before, too. And we got it fixed a few years back, and then somebody walked through it one night. <laughs> Listen, we've all walked through a screen door after a couple cocktails. Now, I'm not saying, now, and, and it didn't come close to being the glass door. The glass door was, was clearly open that night, and somebody just went through the screen door. <laughs> and the screen door, we couldn't get it back on the track after that. We should have it That's fixed. That's tough. Uh, the other thing that remains a problem to this day, and, and this is where she's way more in the right than I am, but it's, it's the type of thing that doesn't bug me, so I, I don't change it. I want to wear some type of socks with my shoes when I'm wearing shorts. 
And she's always like, you don't, you don't wear socks. It looks stupid. Don't wear socks. You don't need to wear socks, especially since I just own white socks. Now, now they're not all tube socks, so they're not all old man socks. I've got some short crew socks, which I wear a lot, and that's fine. Yeah. But she's always saying, don't wear socks. Yeah, just like you don't have socks on now no, with your long pants. But I do. Oh, you've got them below that. I'm wearing okay. socks. I've never done that either. I'll show you no shows. I'll show you the no show light. Okay. Well, this I've might got help nine me. Nine pairs of no shows. Okay. Are, makes, are they expensive? Are they cheap? <laughs> yeah, they're a hundred dollars a pair. Because if I can get a pair of no show <laughs> cheap socks, they're, probably, this could cheap, my they're life. probably cheaper than tube socks. This There's could less change my, sock. This could change my life. I don't know. They're like four bucks a pair. It drives know. her crazy. I'm it, team Judd on that one. It drives her nuts. If you're wearing closed-toed shoes, I mean socks and sandals is a no-go, but closed-toed shoes. Yeah, socks is just fine. I've got some of like course, de- shorts got, or pants doesn't matter. I've got deck shoes that I wear a lot of times with my shorts, and I'll wear those short my short crew socks. So they're they're pretty short. I'm telling you, the no shows are going to change your life. The no shows are going to change because first of all, you don't have to stink up your shoes. You get socks on, and I like socks. It's so, great. So, so where do I get no shows? Bound to like your ankle. Your ankles are free. Like Target. Uh, I order these. Uh, these are Vans because they're the, there's like a bunch of different brands. These these ones are my favorite. Do you and, go on uh, Chris online Landigan? to get them? walked into a hurricane of topics right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go on, online to get those socks? I buy them on the internet, yes. Can I g- give you like 20 bucks and you can buy what me some? What are you talking I've heard the last three sentences. What are you talking about? How uh, about you go on the internet yourself and just buy some no-show I, socks? I don't like to give my credit card out. I bought socks on the internet last night. Exactly. Yeah. There's okay. no reason to yet. Well, you could have helped me out there. Amazon Prime. I wish free, we were doing it tonight. Free shipping. Two Wait, days. Amazon Prime. Hold on a I second I hate admitting here. it. Don's got that. Because I hate... Amazon what Prime? it's doing to retail, but like I was ordering something else that I need by Saturday, and I'm working the next three days. I won't have time to go to the store. Exactly. Boom. And while I was on there, I had to get some socks. Oh, I'll do that then through because she she goes on Amazon Prime constantly. Yeah, I there's hate, a box at the door every time I get home. I, I hate how convenient it is because it's just bad for local economy. But all right, again, I'm working and the next no, three days, and I needed something. And while I was there, just like going to Target, and it's no show socks. Like, while I was on Amazon, yeah, yeah no show socks. Mm-hmm. I'll change her, your life. I'll send her a note right uh, now to cr- get some. Chris is hanging out Sorry. with us. We'll talk. <laughs> Didn't mean to crash that. No, uh, it needed to come to an end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been a great two segments. <laughs> I've got a big problem with no show socks. We can break into that maybe tomorrow maybe, maybe tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, you okay. do yes they what? don't work for me they you ride they, down they ride down they slipped on your foot foot's too big socks too small can't I'm a, work i'm it. the same way okay you, well, I mean, you can there's different i'm telling you i had that problem with the first two brands of no-shows i found the magic brand it's vans it, trust me it'll change your but life but it's vans it really well yeah okay i'll tell let her. your ankles run free <laughs> folks don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. And we're out. On 1500 ESPN. Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad. They're buffoons. Mackie and Judd. They are not buffoons. On 1500 ESPN. Aaron Trippier has not scored for his country in his career. And that one is in. First career goal for Karen Trippier. the space and time to play this in. Walker able to stab it up in the air. Trippier out to him by Parishitz. Matsukic got there and scores! Mario Matsukic! Croatia take the lead in extra time on the
that you? Were you at Brits singing the sad uh, loss song with England fans? I, I was there. I had to leave after 90, which killed me. Oh, you did? Yeah. Ooh. But the way it turned out, it's probably a good thing I got out of there. Well, so we've been trying to think of, and people have been submitting all throughout the show, because uh, England is sort of the soccer Vikings. I, I tweeted as soon as they up. lost. I said, England, World Soccer's Minnesota. And I <laughs> immediately true. got 30 tweets from people. No, they won it in 66. Believe you. No, they didn't lose this at home. I'm like, relax. Don't overthink the bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but like, if, if, if that's the case, if we agree that it's a good comparison, yeah. we need a song for when the Vikings, 70,000 people inside U.S. Bank Stadium, we need some sort of a song, maybe some local ties. And we've got two or three finalists. When the bleep hits the fan. Closing time. Not local. Open all the doors. I mean, we have to go local, right? That's what we do. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Dave's got a couple other finalists for right, us Dave. here, too. Well, I can go through the uh, the poll we have, actually. Like okay. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Mackie and Actually Judd produce poll. it. Good work. Yes. With uh, the England fans that, like, don't look back in anger by Oasis. Our four options were Closing Time Semisonic. You had a little Soul Asylum runaway train. A little too depressing. Well, it's the Vikings. I want mean, it to be depressing. It just Vikings. needs to be slowing up for, maybe, for maybe that video. <laughs> Seventy thousand people with me. Twenty five. You years saw later. the Blair Walsh kick way. on twenty seven yarder, right? It, it just needs to be slow enough so that the fan base can sing yeah. along with it. Uh, right now, the runaway winner actually forty nine percent goes with. No, I disagree. It's it's too cliche. And if we're already using "Let's Go Crazy" for all our celebrations. Yeah. All due respect to Prince, Solid I don't think point. we should also make him our mournful song. No, yeah. he can cover all the bases, I guess. I think the one that, at least we on the show, we all agree, our favorite, uh, we're bringing, uh, bringing Bob Dylan back uh, for a little bit of this. Look out, the saints are coming through. Saints reference. Yep. Yeah. Very fitting. Eagles, Broncos. And it's all over now, baby blue. Yeah, that that's... That's out of everyone's and range. Dylan so they <laughs> no, no, they Dylan. all can it sing. Never, it. Sto- never stop Dylan from That's trying. True. <laughs> That's the key to this. They all can sing, and and they're not going to feel bad about how they sound. We had a very funny moment when I was in college. The fraternity I was in, there was this thing where you pair up with sororities, and we got our request to have a sorority join us was denied. And a buddy of ours, maybe had a couple pops. Stood on our roof and sang "Everybody Hurts" by REM, full throat in the middle of Greek Town, and you could hear people like opening their windows down the street, like, "Yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> everybody hurts." Oh my Just god! Scream! It was so funny. <laughs> uh, who do you? I, I'm, I'm rooting for Croatia at this point. And here's my question: If Croatia is like the 15th or 20th ranked team going into the tournament, yes. so they're not one of the top teams. It's a population of like Kentucky or Oregon. And they've only been a country for 20 years. Right. Every time you see one of these teams pop up or a smaller country even make it to the World Cup, it just makes it so much worse where the U.S. stands right now. Yeah. It's much more depressing. And, and let's, you know, it's been a fun cliche for the last 175 years or so that it's France. I mean, they're fine, but it's France. You mm-hmm. know, they're, they're just kind of, you know, French. So, yes, I'm, even though they beat England and a player that deserted my beloved Tottenham Hotspur, Luka Modric, is the heart and soul of Croatia, yes, I'm still rooting for Croatia. Is there a compelling case uh, among soccer fans for why we still have a third-place game? That's the, the one thing we talked about. NCAA basketball ditched it. Hockey ditched it. Well, because hockey had always turned into a bloodbath. Well, <laughs> sure it would, but I'm just saying, why, why, do you make these, why do you make these poor teams in 2018 play a third-place game? Why not just say, you know what, gentlemen, you did as well as you could do. We're sorry you lost. 
and now it's done. I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody still plays third place games. The only thing I can figure is it makes sure that the fan bases that make the final four. Where is the third place game being played? Is it also in Moscow? I'm I don't sorry, know. I do not that. know. I don't either because I don't care about it. It doesn't matter. I mean, but know. I thought there might be a soccer. No, soccer that, fans might be passionate no, still for some no, reason. I, don't I care. think it dates way back to fans would travel. So if the fans for those four are going to say, "All right, we're in the final four, let's go," okay. even if your team loses, it's why we still have a third place game in the state tournaments here for high school. If a team's coming all the way down from wherever and they get whacked. I mean, but like we've been in Russia for three weeks. I think we're good to just well, go home. Maybe fans That's what haven't. I would say. Maybe some fans. I don't know. We played I, I can't. Okay. I thought there might be no, a I'm reason gra- why I'm, you could give me. I'm grabbing at straws. I, I, we played in St. Petersburg, by the way. So just up the road. And by just up the road in Russia, I mean probably 12 hours. Yeah, train. Like nine time zones, but you know. <laughs> it's a suburb. Uh, it's not like going from the X to Mariucci. No. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm, it's, I think all third place games are okay. should just go away. What are things, I, I hate to keep bringing this back to the U.S., but I want the U.S. to be, I'm into soccer more than I ever have been as a casual fan. Like, you and I have been texting during games, yeah. and yeah. like I'm into it. I know more players now across the world. I'm, I spend time looking up certain players, wondering which what club teams they belong you're to. You're going to start right? watching club soccer. So I guess my question is, what are things that the U.S. can take from watching this you know, this run of the World Cup? Or is it just they've got so many things that they have to clean up in-house that it doesn't matter? Are there is it possible the U.S. could be one of these young uh, nucleus groups that make some noise even in four years from now? I'll answer, like get rid of the old guys and I'll old an, thinking. I'll answer the question with an answer that I hate. The way it works everywhere else, if you are 10 years old and you show high aptitude, you go into an academy. And it is sports first um, you know, in English soccer, they're sponsored by teams. Now you're still in school, but you are a, you are a soccer player at ten, um, and that's that, and that's how it comes up. Now that's starting to grow in some sports. Basketball is doing it through AAU and and IMG is one in Florida. I, that, I, I, well, and that's okay. So that's that's the, more like baseball, football, probably. Well, but that's the bigger version of that. You have. There are some academies here in town for hockey where a kid will go to school for four hours in the morning and then they're on the ice for four hours. If you want to be a world power, that's a way to do it. That's what soccer teams do. Um, I'm a journalist, so I'm supposed to say neutral mostly, but I can't stand that. I think that that turns a lot of kids who miss into lifelong failures, no matter what I guess that's generalizing. No, it's, no, that's it's generalizing. But if, if you can't, if, if you're not a pro 10, soccer from, player, what are you? If from ten to twenty-one, all you've done is focus on being a top-flight athlete, and you miss, you are going to be behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. You just are. You you have made some compromises academically, socially, that are not going to make you ready to be a. Now, I guess I can leave it at that. That's my answer. If we really want to be great at soccer, or any, I mean. It, Look, USA Hockey started the developmental team in, in Ann Arbor, and a lot of people hate it because it's pulling just a few kids out of their high school programs. Has it led to greater worldwide success than if we didn't have it? No. I don't think so. Um, now that we're not sending pros to the Olympics anyway, does it matter? Um, I like how that program is run because they've been very careful about it, and it's a small group of players. But if every NHL team in every city was starting these academies where at 10, you're your kid in San Francisco, well, now instead of going to blah, blah, high school or blah, blah, middle school, you're going to Sharks Academy where that's what you're going to do. I, I don't like that. And I, that, that's the old Russian model. They started this with, yes. the, 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 with their 
and they're wired very differently than people in this country, which which you, you could ar- argue so- socialism. <laughs> yeah, but my point is that 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 was their army. Right, hockey was their army. Right. So so convince people in this co- in this country, hey, you're going to become a member of the soldiers of soccer. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? I, I think it's a dangerous the way the Here's United my question States is set up. It's dangerous for what? amateur basketball, amateur baseball, amateur hockey to be turned into semi pro at. 10, 11, 12. What do we think is being done or what is going to be done now? Because the the only good thing or the one good thing that can come from this miss is to now dig into the program completely and say, this has to change, this has to change. What we believe to be true was not true. What do we think or what do we know is going to be done now in a different approach to how U.S. soccer goes about their business as opposed to before this and this miss? The hard part is if you are one of the top percentile Kids, maybe you go to Europe. And a couple have done that. Um, hmm. Instead of blowing up our whole system and trying to take 2,000 kids to find 12, you encourage that top few, look, we're going to strike a deal with you know one team in France, one team in England, one team in, in the Netherlands, and we're going to send two kids a year, and we're going to identify who they are, and maybe those kids change from 10 to 12 to 14 to 16, and they train in Europe. Um, it minimizes the impact. It lets uh, kids who are really good at soccer in the United States continue on the academic and social path that we, I believe, have chosen in this country. But if you really are that good and you have that shot, we're going to encourage you. We're not going to try to keep you here as U.S. soccer. We're, we're, admit that we can't do this right. Other people are doing it better. Go. Go to join uh, whatever, Liverpool's, Manchester's, Tottenham's youth system. Hmm. If it works, great. If not, come back home. And, and go here, because that's how you're going to get the top-level uh, Do you want to help us form episode three of the Judd Zolgad Athlete Challenge yes. when we come back? Yes! All right. Mackie and Judd. Yes! Chris Long from 5 Eyewitness News. Uh, let's talk about TCL TVs for a second. When we watch sports in this studio, we watch on a 55-inch TCL Roku TV, that built-in Roku device, no extra cords, no extra external devices, you get on one page whatever cable and satellite channels you subscribe to, and then on the next page... You literally just flip over to the next page. They've made it super easy, and you get access to all of your streaming channels. So as we start to convert now toward more of a connected streaming uh, viewing society, you are as connected and uh, and uh, as happy as you can be as a viewer with a TCL TV. For everything from sports channels like Fox Sports Go, ESPN, um, all the league-owned channels, WWE Network, to... Your classics like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and YouTube, you name it, it's streaming through a TCL TV. You can stop by any major local retailer in the Twin Cities to find out why TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand. And the website is TCLUSA.com. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, Mackie and Judd are back. We've been ratted out, boys. On 1500 ESPN. Think you know who will win the Open Championship? Prove it by signing up for 1500 ESPN's Majors Fantasy Golf Challenge or just log in and make those picks if you've already made your picks for previous majors. Select your players from the featured groups. Watch the field unfold. Correctly choosing your players could win you a golf trip for four to Cragen's Resort. Make your picks before 6.55 a.m. next Thursday, July 19th to be entered. Head to 1500ESPN.com to sign up. This is going to be the music. When Judd lines up 
at number 10. A par 3, 150 yards at White Eagle on Monday in Hudson, Wisconsin. Oh, man. The first time he will have picked up a golf club in 20 years. I'm out of town. I wanted to be there for this. We think it's been. If I was in town, I was going to go. I was supposed to play in this tournament. The last time I picked up a club, I believe, was around, I think it was 1998. I want to say summer of 98. 20 years. So you're at least familiar, and you were okay then? I like wasn't. You could advance a ball. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was not any good, but I could advance the ball. Phil, by the way, lit it up earlier this week. Had a great round. I heard. I heard he. Yes. Uh, I heard he did. Uh, started until he with, didn't. Started triple Whoa. double double off the bat, and then went out of my mind for the next fourteen holes until an eight on fifteen or sixteen. Listen, it's a tough game. I'm was, not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say I know a thing about it. It's a tough game. This is why Phil and I are good golf partners. I was one over. On the back nine, going Ooh. to eighteen and tripled. <laughs> so best nine. I am casting. Would have been my best nine ever. In so, this case, I'm, I'm casting sorry, this no stones. This isn't about us. This is about. So you. here are the two key questions for episode three of the Judd Zolgad Athlete Challenge. If you've missed episode one, three point shooting. Episode two was penalty kicks. Uh, Judd hasn't golfed in twenty years. He's going to get no range time. He's going to walk up to a hole. If he wants to take like warm up swings, that's totally fine. The two questions are no mulligan. No mulligan. Okay. We're gonna set an over under, and we're gonna he's gonna play it straight up. So nine holes? No, no one hole. One hole. One hole. Oh, before we start the show on Monday, hopefully we're he's gonna, gonna do it. He's par- gonna play a par three, yeah. one hundred fifty yards with water on the left. And the two questions are: What should we set the over under at? And what should his general strategy be? All grass, or is it? Can it's he all- go kadunk 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 yes. from the tee to the green? If he doesn't hit it left into the water, he could. I've told him, I think we're leaning towards seven and a half as the over-under. It's fair. Six and a half feels a little aggressive, like a double bogey if you haven't golfed in 20 years. Triple bogey maybe, but we're going to give him a a triple and a quad. Uh, He should have done a par five that like the over-under could have been like... We don't have all day, Chris. We have limited time. Do you want to be stuck? I mean, we're supposed to do a radio show. Limited time. I think uh, seven and a half feels high, though. I like six and a half. That's where I'm pulling. How about seven? And it's if we're gambling, seven's a push. Who likes a push? Because that puts pressure on Judd. Oh, I've got. No I think pressure. we have to have an there's outright. There's no expectation. Here. Oh, there's pressure. There's no expectation. Oh, there's pressure. Now, now, intern Max brought up a great point. Because I, what I would do if I were Judd is I would just take a putter on every single shot. But if you haven't putted on an actual green for 20 years, yep. you're probably well, three putting at best. That's what I was getting at, asking what was between him and the hole. I don't know if I'd go putter, but I might go like just like a seven iron, chip five times, and you're on in two putts seven. I think. Seven and a half is fair because of course he, you do because well wait 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 <laughs> <laughs> even if I get to the green to, Putting's to, hard. to Phil and Max's point like let's say I surprise let's say I get there in three three shots which would be outstanding I get to the green in three there's still a very good chance it's going to take me four putts yeah so there's no so if we put it to if if we assume if I get to the green I'm going to be fine that's a mistake. Yeah, seven's no fun. A push is no fun. I think yeah, seven and a half. Is, yeah. I think I think at least seven and a half allows for things to go wrong and for me to get them right. A triple bogey is not an abject disaster for a normal, as you and I proved. No, you can you can make a triple. A bo- quad is pretty. Bro- All right. Okay, seven and a half. Like a triple bogey, you, you know, a wayward shot and a three putt, and all of a sudden, like your double triple bogey territory. <laughs> the wife just waited. I'm going with nine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, eight, eight is eight. An eight, a snowman, like and fix the screen door. Like I had yeah. an eight on that par five, and it was an accident. Know, we're walking okay. off the green. You, what'd you get? I go 
freaking snowman. So eight <laughs> eight hurts a normal golfer under any circumstances. So I think seven and a half is a snowman is the one you do not want on your cart. Yeah, I don't. I think you can you can <laughs> cart a triple bogey without lifting the ball off the ground on a par three. I mean, you could hit ground balls, four ground balls to the green, and then three, three putts for a seven. Watch him chip in. <laughs> for a birdie. No. <laughs> no. Chip in. My, my, sport, my sports luck, much like the teams in this town, it's not that good. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. It would be funny if it did. It's not going to happen. Uh, if you're asking me to sign off, I think I'm okay with seven and a half. Okay. Six and a half. Like, one of these, we're going to set the bar so low for Judd that he's going to have some just flying triumph and is going to claim it like ah, like he was he scored one in the penalty kicks in the soccer and all of a sudden it was cristiano ronaldo talking about they should move the spot back that was well i still think that i still think the spot's too close and the the wife texted again and said they have not seen you golf no no one's seen me golf in 20 years that's the key thing here We'll find out. We'll find out if it's closer to the basketball form or the or the soccer form, which is more uh, respectable. Well, now I have to stream the show from vacation Monday morning to see how this yes. turned out. Has uh, the wife watched the previous videos, Judd? Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. Still she thought you, the huh? so- she thought the soccer one was awful, oh, and I the said the soccer one wasn't was embarrassing. The soccer one wasn't. That's what I said. I'll take the line from Miracle. She didn't watch it. She lives it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much accurate. <laughs> oh man. Listen, Long. I'm a catch. Okay. I, I I'm an absolute catch. Just, Can you look, imagine getting this show 24 hours a day for uh, free? Despite your, <laughs> despite your glaring faults. Oh, no, despite I, your oh, glaring faults. For some of it. Yeah, despite your glaring faults, you're a wonderful <laughs> human being. I mean, I went to a summer league hockey last night. I, I know. There may not be a monetary uh, value on your free show, but there's she's paying for... Some, for some, and the off-color show is fantastic. I mean, I can swear at home; it's really good stuff. It's, it's like satellite it's, it's radio. Like Stern, yeah, it's HBO. Like, <laughs> really is. Honey, we got to get the damn screen door put back on. Flies. Oh, Could we dads. sell sponsorships for like live webcam, like Big oh, Brother, absolutely. Big this Brother is, Zolgad? The, I think the Zolgad Athlete Challenge is going to reach. No, he's saying in my house, like in his house, oh. like a Big Brother setup where there's 50 cameras in the house, and we just kind of get to tune in and watch Judd do his thing. And once in a while, we can vote Judd out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.